People, Places, and Stories is brought to you by the King County Library System, offering free programs as well as books and other materials that help inspire people to succeed through ideas, interaction, and information. For more, visit kcls.org. Cairo, Seattle. I'm Felix Bunnell, and this is People, Places, and Stories, a podcast about meaningful community connections from the King County Library System. KCLS operates 50 libraries around King County. And beyond the library walls, KCLS is the top digital circulating library in the U.S. with nearly 5 million annual downloads of digital content. King County is a diverse, growing, and special place. And KCLS libraries are more and more serving as vital community crossroads. In Maple Valley, the library has particularly deep connections to local schools, which is something children's librarian Sharon Chastain often experiences firsthand. At the grocery store. Mom, that's that lady. That's that one. That's that one that came to our school. She did that book. That book. What was that book? The parents like, who are you? And then I can say, I'm the librarian. I'm from the Maple Valley Library. So the connections of me going out, which is what some of these school parties do, it brings that connection back to us. Come with us on this edition of People, Places, and Stories to Maple Valley and meet the team responsible for an annual event called Family Library Night and hear how King County libraries are connecting with young readers and their families year-round. It's crazy. I didn't expect it to be this big. <laughs> so, yeah, so the kids are having a good time, and it's, it's great because they get a chance to, you know, find new books and everything like that. So they're, they're having a blast, all of them. I'm uh, reading this book called The Bad Seed. I won a lottery from the King County Library. I like to read all the books. Those are just a few voices from the hundreds of people who came to Family Library Night, a special event produced each year by Shadow Lake Elementary in the Tahoma School District and the Maple Valley Library. The event is only a few years old, but it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And like all good things in any community, Family Library Night didn't just happen on its own. In a moment, we'll hear more about how it comes together. But first, you could say that the roots of Family Library Night go back nearly 40 years. Wednesday night was church choir night. So we'd go to church choir like at 7.30, but before that, we'd go to the library at 6 o'clock, the whole family. That's Jeffrey Mitchell of Port Orchard. And the kids would just tear into the books and check out books, and there were games and puzzles and things for them to play with, and they loved it. Jeffrey and his wife Jan are the parents of Scott Mitchell. They're both school teachers, and their son Scott is all grown up now, and he's dean of students at Shadow Lake Elementary School. It was Scott Mitchell's idea to create Family Library Night based on his own childhood experiences. It was about six years ago we started this kind of library night with just my class. I wanted to do a family library night just because I know the importance of being in the libraries. And when I grew up, Wednesday night we went to the library. That was just our weekly thing we did every single Wednesday. And so I've valued that, and so we go every Saturday with my family. And so I wanted to start passing that along to families in my class. And so we did this family night. We had about four families come up. And then it's just kind of grown from there, and we had almost 300 people there. But it takes more than just recreating a family tradition to make a great event for a lot of people. Fortunately, Scott Mitchell found an ally at the Maple Valley Library, who's been a critical partner in building Family Library Night into a community treasure. I sat down at the Maple Valley Library for a conversation with children's librarian Sharon Chastain. This particular job being a children's librarian, I was a teacher before. I taught junior high English. I was in eighth grade English. Loved it. It was a kick. But, but this is like 
all the perks of teaching without all the negative, right? There's not the paperwork, there's not the grading, there's not that. It's all the lesson planning and the activities and the fun and the engagement. And for me, I live in Maple Valley. This is my town. I like to see engaged people. I like to see people engaged in their community. And that's something I do. That's my everyday job. Are my people engaged? Am I engaged with them? Are they enjoying this? This is wonderful, this library. And this is theirs. Kids would ask me, are you the boss? No. No. We are. I said, this isn't mine. This is ours. And people forget that. You know, you hear all the, the raving about, oh, our taxes are too high. Or this, this is your tax dollars at work. This beautiful, wonderful thing. And in the meantime, I am connecting with little kids in preschools and then seeing them as kindergartners and fifth graders later on. I have people who are bringing their children to story time who were children in my story time. I have teachers at the school district who were children in my story times. They freaked me out. One lady walked up to me this year. She was one of the teachers. And she's like, do you remember me? I'm like, from where? Narrow it down for me. She's like, I was in story time. And I thought, oh, man, that's amazing. I have three teachers in Tahoma who used to be in my story times. That, to me, says great things. Our community is doing something right. Not only do the, the kids grow up and become something great, like a teacher, they come back. They come back to Maple Valley to contribute. I asked Sharon how Family Library Night grew from a small outing for an elementary school class into such a spectacular event for students and everyone in their lives. Scott Mitchell became the dean of students. He stopped being a fifth grade teacher, which broke everybody's heart because he was awesome. And he became an awesome dean of students. And he says, let's do this big. Let's not stop doing Family Nights. Let's do it big. And so we had our first one, I think it was last year, and invited everybody. PTA was in on it. They brought the food and you know, the pizza and stuff. And we had uh, photo booths and activities. And then at first, I don't think the PTA was really convinced that it was going to be something. Mm-hmm. But then they saw it last year and they're like, oh. So they were in on it again this year. And this year was even bigger than last year. It was just, it just grows. More and more families come. And when they come, a lot of those people have never been to the library. They're either new to the community or they are new to school because they've got little kids, you know, kindergartners. And we do library cards and, you know, games that get them used to where the, everything is in the library. And, and we had a dance studio in there with all the flashing lights and stuff. And the kids just, they had a blast. So it brings in a whole group of people that may or may not have ever thought of the library as something that they would go to for something at all. And here they are, and their kids are like, I know her. She comes to our school. And this is fun. We do this every year kind of a thing. So it's exciting to see the families turn out, and it's families, mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and auntie and uncle and one kid. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun to see how that works. So what can families expect from these nights out at the library? We shut the library down for these. It's, It's after closing, and so we take over after hours. We call them after hour events. And when you walk in the front door, there will be a place to start like a raffle. You put your name in for winning books that I've been coming to the school and talking about. Or there's a scavenger hunt, and the scavenger hunt takes you all over the library, and the clues are call numbers on books and locations like the newspapers, in case you don't know what that is, you know. They win a prize for doing that. We have photo booths over here. We've got food all along the windows. We've got a dance studio in the back. We have a crafter come in from a local person that does paper crafts come in, and she's at another table. 
table. We lay out board games. We put out Twister. You know, just whatever we have. We called in Legos from our Idea X thing for King County Library System. And we just threw down tarps and laid out just tons of Legos. And boom, there were kids. <laughs> and I'll read stories to you, so we'll have a time schedule for me to read something sometimes. Just depends on what we're doing. So we just take over the whole library. The whole library will have all different things going on. And people just come in. And we, we generally greet them at the door, and they just start, you know. And there's usually questions like, how do you do this? They think I, like, hide the clues for the scavenger hunt inside of books, which would just be mean. I'm not that mean. So we talk about how the library is laid out. It gives us a conversation starter. Do you need library cards? We have library cards. You can get library cards for your kids and for you. And, and so we start them down at our center, which is the circ and ref desks, and then move them through and everybody hangs out for as long as they want. It's like a drop-in thing. Most people hang for the whole, like, hour and a half, two hours. And, and we shoo them all out the door at the end. And they get to hang out and talk to other parents. There's often teachers there, so they can talk to their teachers. And it's informal, and it's off-school grounds. So it takes a little bit of that. You know, in schools, you're, you're being evaluated. It's just what it is, you know. But here it's not the same. Your teacher's sitting there eating pizza and having fun. It's easier to sit down and have that conversation about your kids if you want to or what's going on in their lives and get to know them as a person. So it takes a lot of pressure off of of those relationships and lets people just have a good time. Scott Mitchell echoes the importance of these off-campus encounters. I think that the biggest thing is that it brought our school community together outside of the school. And um, as I really reflect on one of the things that's really important is that sometimes It's easy to have a school event, but I think that when you can have a school event somewhere else in the community and kind of bring a school event to them in a different venue is um, really critical to growing those relationships and those partnerships outside of school. There's so much to choose from nowadays in terms of how people spend their spare time. If people even have spare time because everyone's working different shifts and parents have different schedules. So I asked Sharon, how does a library stay relevant in today's world? you got to pay attention to what people are actually asking for. A lot of people are like, oh, libraries, what is that? You know, nobody wants books anymore. Well, actually, little kids do want books because they like to chew on things, touch things, smell things, feel things. They're very physical people. And parents can't afford to keep buying 5,000 books as their kids go through their stages. So we're wonderful for that. That's still a basic thing. But for us, for me anyway, for Maple Valley, it's, it's very concentrated for me because I have, I have six elementary schools that I serve. It's in a very concentrated geographic area, which helps me reach a lot of people. So I'm able to go out to my schools, and I take books with me. So I do book talks to, in assembly style. I go to assemblies, and I meet with the whole school, and I get them excited about books, and I read them stories, and I go to individual classrooms. So I get that outreach into my community. And that it, it makes it so that the kids, when they see me at the grocery store... that's that lady, that's that one, that's that one that came to our school and she did that book, that book, what was that book? The parent's like, who are you? (laughs) And then I can say, I'm the librarian, I'm from the Maple Valley Library. So the connections of me going out and then connecting people back to us, which is what some of these school visit, school parties do, it brings that connection back to us. But I like to pay attention to what people are asking me for. They're asking me for things for their kids to do. They're asking for a safe place for their kids to hang out. Now, we can offer them a public place, but it's also a community space. You tend to have a mom sitting down, six computers down from you, who is going to be a resource for you or knows your mom, so you're going to behave yourself, you know. So we have a lot of people that just just come in and hang out. But 
When I go out into my community and I meet with organizations and I meet with schools and I meet with kids and I meet with daycares and all those people come back when we do programming. They come in for story time. My story times are huge. They're 100 people strong and I do three of them in a week. And in the summertime, they're 400 people strong over in the park. That's Maple Valley. We have a lot of little kids and they want stuff for their kids to do. Like I have something called the Library Scientists and that's a very small group of kids, about 12 kids is what I do with that. And it's a story time science class where they are the scientists. So we do like um, dinosaurs this summer. So I have all these different activities the kids can do and we work through how to ask questions and how you, you define things and how you discover things and their parents or their lab assistants. Those are hugely popular. I do a series of those throughout the year as well because I get so many requests for those. They fill up in five minutes. So I pay attention. Well, what's filling up fast? What are people asking me for? And I do that, and I do more of that, and I try to, to come off of that into different directions to see what we can do. At the same time, I have to keep it balanced because Maple Valley has a huge demand in children's area. So I can do three story times in a week, but then I also have to have time to go out to my daycares, and I will do two daycares as well. If I have a whole school, then I have to plan that space around, you know, me too. So there's just me. So I try to keep it realistic at the same time as offering those nice basics. Story time. Well, how about story time with a little science mixed in? How about story time with a little math mixed in? So that we add some of those things to it. And for school-age kids, they like those big parties. So we have a lot of big parties. We just had another one called Lifting Literacy, which is the entire district. I work with the reading specialists in the Tahoma School District. And on a Saturday morning, we do three in a year. We open up the library, and it's wide open. Anybody can be here. And the school district um, advertises the whole thing. Everybody comes in. We have games. We have the photo booths. We have the activities. We have the reading specialists for their parents to talk to. They bring reading-centered games. There's a ton of stuff going on. We have about 300 people for that. So the older kids, my school-age kids, like those big parties. And I'll bring in, you know, I have had wandering magicians come for those. I have had, I do um, big things with the Pacific Science Center where they come in and they just set up the whole meeting room as a mini science center and the kids can come through and do the do the labs and stuff. But those are the things I do throughout the year. So I just listen to my parents. And where am I getting what am I getting responses to? If I do something and only get a couple people but I keep trying it for a while and it grows. If it never grows, off it goes. So I stay relevant by paying attention to what my people are asking for. What they're responding to. And the community connections that Sharon makes through all these programs are lasting. That was Maple Valley Children's Librarian Sharon Chastain. Family Library Night at Maple Valley Library is just one part of a year-round calendar of great programs. And all King County Library System libraries have story times and other events many times each week. For more information or to find a King County library near you, visit kcls.org. I'm Felix Bunnell, and this has been People, Places, and Stories for the King County Library System. Thank you.